Faith, Hope and Love, episode 188, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. It is what is inside that counts. That could be one of the themes that jumps up from this weekend's scriptures. Our Lord, who is God made flesh, was born into this world to usher in the kingdom of God. He did and said many things in the furtherance of this kingdom, but each and every action he did was an expression and a consequence of who he is, his nature as God, as a concrete exposition of the values of God in action. Our Lord, today in the readings, warns his disciples, yes, the ornaments and workship of God's temple in Jerusalem is superb, But this beauty is merely a shadow of the inner significance of God who lives with his people. It's God within that matters. And in any case, he warns them that this outer fabric of the temple will be torn down and destroyed. But the inner reality of God's abiding presence with his people never ends, no matter what happens. Amidst the shocks and tragedies around every corner of this uncertain life, If we stay firmly focused and connected to the inner reality of Christ in all things, we will stand strong no matter what happens. This is Faith, Hope and Love. thoughts of peace and not of affliction. You will call upon me, and I will answer you, and I will lead back your captives from every place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Goodness and kindness to all, on this 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C for this time of listening to God's Word. As we begin the Holy Eucharist, let us acknowledge our sinfulness so as to worthily celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good. Bless you, we are 
sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, our Lord our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you. For it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy the author of all that is good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi, chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. See, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that comes shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness shall shine with healing in its wings. The Word of the Lord The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music. With trumpets and the sounds of the horn, acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands, and the hills ring out their joy at the presence of the Lord. For the Lord comes, comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice, and the peoples with fairness. The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Chapter 3, verses 7 to 12. Brothers and sisters, you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you, and we did not eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with toil and labour we worked night and day, so that we might not burden any of you. This was not because we do not have that right, but in order to give you an example to imitate. For even when we were with you, we gave you this command. Anyone unwilling to work should not eat. For we hear that some of you are living in idleness, mere busybodies, not doing any work. Now such persons we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. The Word of the Lord
Lift up your heads and see, your redemption is near at hand. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 21, verses 5 to 19. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And Jesus said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then Jesus said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents, and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name." This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defence in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed, even by parents, by brothers and sisters, and by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your souls. The Gospel of the Lord The scene in the Gospel today is really shocking. Some people were rightly admiring the beauty of the superb Temple of God in Jerusalem, loved by the people of Israel only for Jesus to reply to their horror, there will come a day when not one stone will be left lying on another. That's just unthinkable, shocking. Although the temple of Jerusalem was not just any old building, it was God's house. So it would be more like, in modern days, admiring the beauty of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, and rightly to be unable to comprehend if anyone were to say, that this focal point of our universal faith could one day lie in ruins. What an horrific thought! But that's just how shocking were these words to the listeners. And when the temple did indeed lie in ruins, as predicted by Christ, after the Roman armies destroyed it, the people felt utterly lost, as if their soul had been pulled out from inside them. 
It must have seemed like the end of the world had come. Two thousand years later, after the temple was destroyed, people still weep at the small part of the temple wall that has been rebuilt, endlessly mourning its loss. The gospel today shines its insightful light upon the massive efforts we put into building up a vision only for it to somehow be torn down by circumstances, whether it's by natural disaster or accident or even by the negligence or even malice of others. It's timely to think of the things like this, as our Lord warns us to put our efforts into building up that which lasts forever, that which can never be touched or torn down. This weekend, Jesus warns his disciples that there are tough, stormy times ahead, not only for him personally, but for all who follow him, and in fact the wider community, including the Jewish people of Israel in his time. But in the midst of this, he still offers hope. Don't be fooled. The end has not come. Even if it feels like it, the end has not arrived. He rightly predicted that there would be wars and natural disasters, and many of them. Many which would shake the foundations of society and frighten people. But in the midst of all of these things, he calls us to remain resolute and keep focusing on the gospel. In all of this, he says, don't be shaken. Do not be thrown by the tumult around you. Keep on working diligently without hesitation. Keep witnessing to the truth of my message. I will be with you. I will be faithful to you. Even if following me causes persecution and, sadly for some, breakups in the closest of relationships, in ordinary family or social relations. But again, this is an invitation to think and pray carefully about what we're putting our energies into. What are we building? Because some buildings, in fact most buildings, will not last forever. And even the ones that are intended to last forever don't. Jesus is not just talking about physical buildings, of course. What we're putting all our hopes and dreams and energy into is also building up something. Because there may be a time when exactly that which is the object of all our time, all our effort and energy, could be knocked down, whether by accident or design. So Jesus implores us to put our energies and priorities into his kingdom and its values that can never be torn down. The reason that the early Christians endured such persecution, such horrors, and kept faithful was that they knew Jesus. They had met him, the early disciples. They had walked with him. They'd eaten with him. They had been touched by his preaching and his ministry. And then those who had met Jesus talked about Jesus to those who hadn't. So they would willingly go to their deaths for what they knew their Lord stood for. And it was on solid ground. There is one thing that's quite certain. We will not be left standing unless we connect ourselves, unless we throw a rope around God and really tie ourselves to the one true spiritual building that does endure forever, Christ, the foundation stone and fortress. We need to daily deepen our knowledge and love of the person and message of Jesus, to deeply allow our Lord to immerse us in his heart and mind, so that we might catch on fire with his person 
his message and values. And let us reflect often, opening ourselves up to this spiritual question about what are our real priorities and choices. What are we building? Are we building something so closely connected to Christ's gospel that it truly can never be torn down? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Today we are reminded that God judges the world with justice, so in humility we pray for all our needs. For the whole church that we may all work together to build Christ's kingdom in faith, hope and love. Lord, hear us. For civil authorities, that they may make it possible for all people to live peacefully. Lord, hear us. For those who are burdened with anxiety and depression, that they will receive the help they need and that Christ will give them strength to persevere. Lord, hear us. For those who are without work, that they will be given a chance to retrain, to learn new skills and use their experience in new ways. Lord, hear us for life-giving and renewing rain to the areas desperately in need. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill, in mind, in body or spirit, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace, and give grace and peace to those who care for them. Lord, hear us. For the holy souls, for our faithful departed who have died, that they find rest in the eternal kingdom, and for those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. We know you hear us, God of justice. You are present in our world and in our lives. Help us to build a world of justice and peace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that what we offer in the sight of your majesty may obtain for us the grace of being devoted to you and gain us the prize of everlasting happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity, and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. To be near God is my happiness. To place my hope in God the Lord. Let us pray. We have partaken of the gifts of this sacred mystery, humbly imploring, O Lord, that what your Son commanded us to do in memory of him may bring us growth in charity. Through Christ our Lord, Amen. Thank you for joining us for this very special time of prayer and reflection. And I hope God blesses you with this wonderful week to come. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.
Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and revised 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, the Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, from Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love Hymn in Memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, music by Paul W. Kelly, copyright 1996, updated lyrics by Paul Kelly and Stephen Kelk, arranged and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.